As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Suddenly the power lasts over this Let me tell you how to make it through The power lies within you The power lies within you Totally. So we're talking about 2020 today. 2020 hindsight, 2020 vision, 2020 foresight, all that stuff. You know, I remember when 2020 first started and... um you know, all of us were like, yeah, 2020 is my year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then we got to March and we were just trying to live. Girl, I had a whole post on Instagram, a whole post on Facebook. 2020 is my year. 2020 is perfect vision. My vision for 2020 was quickly changed. Quickly. Yeah, you left your whole career. My whole entire life changed. Like many, many American, not just Americans, many, many people in this world, what happened in 2020 created some of the hardest times I think anyone living has ever seen. Absolutely. You know, 2020 not only changed our lives as we were living it, but it also changed and transformed one of the the greatest broken systems that I've ever seen. And that's the educational system. Yes, it has, I think I can safely say officially crumbled. Yeah, you know, because I remember when um, you were, you and I were talking about Liliana and her going to school and she was having so much anxiety and, and you were having anxiety and, um, you know, and I remember when I made the decision, I was like, I'm just going to buy Liliana's curriculum and we're going to homeschool her. And I didn't even talk to you about it. It's like, look, who does that? Who who just goes out and buys curriculum for somebody else's child? And it's like, OK, look, this is what we're doing now. We're homeschooling. Um, you're not sending her back to public school. We got this. I can tell you it's something that I appreciate more than words because Having my eyes open to how easy homeschool could be made me really question the decision to send my kids to traditional school, which is something I had never even thought about before 2020. It was just kind of taken for granted. Your kids start at, you know, 4K, four-year-old kindergarten. They go to 12th grade and they go to college. And this is the way our institutions that were made for us have become the accepted way of life and no one takes a second thought to think hmm 
there's a better way. 2020 broke all that. Right. I mean, you know, and it broke it because the institutions weren't willing to change. And yeah, I will always remember when I was working as the Dean of Graduate Studies, I used to tell my my president and the provost so many times, I'm like, so much of this job that y'all got me doing, I can do from home. And they used to say to me, we need our dean in the office. Well, why do you need your dean in the office? Because you need to see me. You know, being in the office doesn't make me more productive. In fact, it makes me less productive because I've got to deal with 50,000 interruptions for, you know, you pulling me into meetings that I really don't need to be in. Right. And for uh, what is that for? Is that for to uphold the structure of the institution? Yes, that's what it's for. It's not to benefit the students at the college. It's not to benefit you as the dean. It's to uphold these institutions that have held us captive for hundreds of years. And the hard times of 2020, now looking back in hindsight, have created an opportunity for deep change. And this deep change is needed for sincere happiness, for children and adults alike to be able to live their lives on their terms. Well, you know, and I think the you talk about 2020 creating deep change. I think one of the, the biggest moments for me of 2020 was George Floyd, you know, because up until George Floyd, we had all, you know, I had watched the media um, villainize the Black Lives Matters movement. And, you know, I'd even watch politicians, you know, they were, you know, this is a terrorist organization. You know, it it wasn't that we were saying only black lives matter. You know, it was black lives matter because we're the ones that are under attack. We're the ones that are being killed. We're the ones that, you know, that that need your help. We're the ones that that need our voices amplified. You know, and what strikes me is I see, because again, I'm from a small town, conservative Republican majority, and you get on Facebook and you see all the posts from your high school friends and the parents of your high school friends, and people love to share all lives matter. And I just want to ask those people, like, how can you say that without being able to say black lives matter? Are they not included in the All Lives Matter in your mind? Why does it take away from your life to also say someone else's life, someone else's life matters? Well, you know, and I mean, even when they go with the All Lives Matter, I always hated that that statement because it's like, okay, once again, we can't say that you know what's happening to Black people is wrong. Once again, we have to placate it with all lives rather than just saying, you know what. I acknowledge that what is happening to you is really jacked up. I acknowledge the way that that the police police your communities is jacked up. We just, we wanted somebody to acknowledge our hurt. And the only thing that we were met with was, okay, yeah, um, but all lives matter. It's kind of like when houses are on fire. You don't go to somebody's house that's on fire and go, you know, yeah, your house is on fire. We're not going to bring the fire truck right now because all houses matter. So we're just going to let the fire truck ride around the neighborhood and protect all the houses. You know, even though yours is the only one that's on fire. And, you know, you say that to people and then they come back, well, of course I wouldn't do that. But then they find something else to undermine the movement. Like George, George Floyd specifically I've had people say, well, he was a drug addict. And 
it is the saddest thing I've ever heard for someone to say that. Like, because someone is addicted to drugs, their life doesn't matter. No one deserves to die on the street with observers while being recorded, regardless of their disease, sickness, color, anything. And for someone to deflect and say someone's faults, give it like give the murder of that person vindication is sickening. And if you were to take this instant and apply it to a different situation and try to use those reasonings, people would laugh in your face. Well, you know, and I think the other thing about George Floyd is for the first time, we were all forced to look at it. We were forced to sit there and look at it. We were forced to look at the ugliness and the pain and the hurt and the tears. And and we couldn't turn away, you know, because before we had the luxury of, oh, my gosh, that's so horrible. Let's click change the channel or, oh, my gosh, I really don't want to absorb that right now. Let me click off this post. You couldn't click away because, you know, we were in a pandemic. We were sitting right there. We watched for the eight minutes. And however many seconds it was, we watched this man die in front of us and we couldn't click away for the first time. And our schedules were emptied so we couldn't move on to the next busy item on our list to get on to because it's uncomfortable. It is the most uncomfortable thing you could ever witness And people had to witness it, and they didn't have any distractions for the first time in years. And it allowed us to get to the root of why people feel the way they do, you know. And it's just so in your face. And then, you, like you said, you change the channel, and it goes away. But it can't go away. It couldn't go away in 2020. And it's not going to go away in 2021. We've seen it too clearly. Well, you know, and and that's the thing, though. It's like everybody kept thinking that everything that happened in 2020, when we got to 2021, it was just going to magically be okay. And it's not because, I mean, you know, we're dealing with systemic issues. We're dealing with the systemic racism. We're dealing with the systemic issue of education and educational inequality. You know, when I remember when the pandemic hit, And there was one particular county in South Georgia, Um, you know, everybody up in the metro area was trying to get Wi-Fi boxes to their kids so they could get Internet access. This county was asking for reams of copy paper because they didn't have Internet access. And, you know, I remember going, how is this okay?" And one of the Georgia senators said to me, oh, well, we're working on it. I'm like, what do you mean you're working on it? It's 2020. You should have fixed this. Don't tell me you working on something. I needed you to be working on it 20 years ago when the internet came into play. Not you working on it in the middle of a pandemic. That means your crisis, that means that you had no crisis plan. You know, that means that you had these kids in school and you had no plan for, you had no contingency plan. Every business has a contingency plan. Every business has a continuity of operations. The reason our schools are suffering is because we had no continuity of operations plan. Our continuity of operations was a seven-day snow plan. And guess what? We're in a pandemic. And it went on and on and on. And as it went on and on, 
It stripped down the ideas of what we thought life should be and then created space for the change that needs to happen so life can fully be lived. Because I can guarantee you, being in an office or children being in a school for 8, 9, 10, 12 hours a day, 5 days a week, is not living life. And we had just accepted all of these things as this is the way it is, this has been laid out for us, what can I do? Well, 2020 gave us some hindsight. Now that we're in 2021, we realize we don't have to live like this. We don't have to accept the norms that have been placed upon us. And I'm thankful for the pandemic and that. I'm thankful that it broke it down. It stripped it away. And now we have some foundation delay. And that's where we're at. We have the foundation delay for what we're going to do in the future to correct all these things that have been put into place for us. Well, you know, and I think for me as a nonprofit, the one thing that 2020 did was it brought more awareness to being a black nonprofit executive. And, um, you know, because 2020 brought funding opportunities to me that I never would have had access to if not for the pandemic. Right. And opportunities, I think, is really the word of 2020. And most people wouldn't expect someone to say that because we were so limited in what we could do. But 2020 gave us opportunities for a real future. And that's the hindsight that I take away from it, is that the things we accept don't have to be the things we accept in the future. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.